Uh, yeah. Check it out. Welcome to the Books by Authors podcast. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm excited. Super, super happy, super excited to start to start up this episode for season two. Um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself for them. Okay, well, my name is Celeste. My pen name is C.A. Lally, and I am the 18-year-old daughter of a biracial missionary couple in Costa Rica, and uh, hobbies, I have writing and horse training, but I've love writing and so it's one of my passions really and I've also dealed with quite a bit of things in my own personal life which has also fueled my passion for writing because I am the survivor of uh, trauma and depression and so I just want to be able to give that message of hope to other people like myself that they're not alone and that you can get through this so that's that's a bit about myself yeah that's an awesome message especially um i I think writing is like the perfect space for that to be able to really get those deeper messages out to audiences and let people know that they're not alone yeah so how did you get involved with writing what was your what was your um inspiration for that Well, it's going to sound silly. First of all, it started because of my great love for Lord of the Rings and stuff (laughs) like that. That just fueled my imagination. And me and my sister, uh, she's actually a co-author, my co-author with this book that I'm writing. (laughs) Yeah. So we started this game. It's going to make it sound really bad. I probably shouldn't say it, but I'll say it anyways. We started this Barbie game. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it started out as a Barbie game because there weren't enough characters for each of our Barbies to play Mm -hmm. in Lord of the Rings. So we just made up our own game in a fantasy world. And then later, as it started growing, I was like, I should write this. I really like this. And so that's sort of how my, my uh, initiation for writing was like. I, I tried to write the story when I was like 10, but mm-hmm. it didn't work out. Thank God I didn't write it when I was 10 <laughs> because it would have been really bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how I started. And then it wasn't until last year, 2020, that I, the beginning of last year, I believe, that I actually started, uh, I threw myself fully into writing. Mm. So you mentioned co-authoring. My brother and I are actually co-authoring our book. So that's awesome. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, like that I'm, is awesome. I haven't spoken it's, to anyone else that's co-wrote. <laughs> I know it's so much fun like in in my case uh like talking about something helps my brain like expand on the topic more and so co-authoring with my sister has just been really fun because we just expand on it and we'll stay awake really late talking about things and we're like we should add this to the world and this is just this just makes a really great story and a message but it can be kind of difficult because we're both very opinionated mm. so our opinions clash sometimes oh yeah yeah i, she'll, don't, <laughs> I definitely she'll feel be that like 
I she'll be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. So let's talk about it later. And I could be like really pumped up about it. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the co-writing process is something interesting. So when you're writing, how do you guys, uh, how do you both um, split um, who does what or, or all that, like the actual writing process? I know for myself and my brother, we actually took separate characters that we wrote in our perspectives. How do you um, navigate that? Well, actually, I'm kind of a hogger when it comes to work, like a workaholic. So I'll like (laughs) write, like I do the writing. She helps me create the characters and the Mm. world. And then I'll do all the writing. Mm. I feel that. It's like helping me world build and make things interesting and come up with story beats and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's... (laughs) it's an interesting process and then right now that I'm editing the book now she has a chance to give more input like no I think you should make this scene that way and stuff and so now she's getting more of a chance to input in the writing Mm, yeah it's so interesting like all these different phases so do you want to talk a little bit about your story itself yeah well which one my personal one or the book (laughs) (laughs) uh the book let's talk about the book a little bit the book okay yeah the book it's a dark fantasy romance with uh, about this 17 year old human girl on this fictional uh planet at first i didn't know how to categorize the book because i was like maybe it's a sci-fi because i talk about planet and stuff Mm -hmm. but then i was like no it's a fantasy so She's on this fictional planet called Nevin, among other supernatural beings, which are like angels. And so she's always been fascinated by these beings, but she has a past, like everybody, she has this past, which uh, affects her and has led her to be upset with her god. Mm. And so she's upset with her god because her sister many years ago was taken by these evil people uh they're dragon masters actually that live on this desert island and so her sister was taken by them and sacrificed to the dragons and so she's mad at her god because he allowed that to happen so she's fascinated by the gods her god's messengers which are the angel-like beings but she's mad at her god and so it's like this faith journey And then I'm going to try not to spoil it too much. (laughs) It's, it's really awesome because she goes on this incredible humbling faith journey because it turns out she, some series of events lead to her getting captured by these same people. 11 years later, she gets captured by these same people that took her sister and um, they're called Draculians because they're from the Island of Dracul. So She gets taken by them, and that's what spurs the whole romance and the faith journey. It's just really awesome. Mm. I don't know how much more you'd like me to tell. (laughs) No, that's already awesome. I like giving like the little sneak peek into into what the story is about. Yeah. So, so how did you? How does your character creation process work? Um, How do you develop a character? I could already see you have a great like backstory for this character. Um, How is that process? That process is actually really fun. Like it's probably 
apart from the world building process which is my favorite character creation is my second favorite part mm. because i i didn't know this when i first started out my characters were really like one dimensional but i started learning by just watching things on youtube and just really digging into stuff i just started digging into books and videos on youtube and things and i came to learn a lot about giving them how much a backstory can affect a character because like all of us our backstory de uh, determines how we'll act in the present mm -hmm. based on our past experiences and so i created this backstory for them then you also have to fill out a character profile yep. which i found really helpful uh let me see what else I, it's just so much that i can't even <laughs> i can't even remember all of it right now but i'm like really obsessed with backstory that's one thing that my sister makes fun of me about because i'm always trying to give somebody a backstory because to me that creates so much depth in the character and uh i just obsess about it a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely feel that it's uh it's something that i think about too when I'm writing characters, it's like the same way. I care so much about where they came from and knowing their backstory. Some of it doesn't even make it into the book, but I'm like, I need to know because it helps me write the character that much like yeah. easier. Exactly, exactly. That's how I feel about it. Like, I'm like, maybe this, all of this won't go in the book, but I need to know it for myself as the creator of this person <laughs> in a way that yeah. I need to know their backstory and uh like one of my characters for example she is still very hard for me to grasp i don't know if this has happened to you before that you create a character and it's really like they're elusive you can't really grasp them like you try and pin them down like i don't like putting things in boxes i i never have like making a camp for them but you so it's sort of helpful like also what i do is find the characters mbti type mm -hmm. which i think is really helpful because if i don't know how to do the character then i'll be like okay what would a typical this mbti type act like uh with um in this situation and so that's really helpful but anyways going back to that one character she was a very elusive and i'm still having trouble grasping her because i i i'm still not even sure about the mbti type i picked for her mm. she's very i guess the word could be arcane <laughs> so yeah she's uh her backstory was really crazy like it was just this crazy idea i got and then afterwards it just sort of helped me form her so much the backstory because she comes from she's actually the second no the firstborn of the king of the sun but her mother was not his wife so she's like an illegitimate child and so i was like oh wow I didn't know that about her. I treat it like it was real. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know that about her. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is new information to me. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. And so that just helped me form her. I'm like, okay, so I think she'd act this way. And uh, 
it just I can't stress enough how important backstory is and the importance of giving characters internal conflicts like that's something I've learned mm. as well that just because that's what hooks us really and to hook us to a character like we live through the characters in a book so we have to developing characters is an arc so we can hook into that book so yeah that's one of the things I obsess about too internal conflict making sure my character has good conflict in their life like not external but like in in them mm. <laughs> yeah I think that's important and and the, the Myers-Briggs you're touching on is important too for anyone that's listening um, the MBTI is like it's an index of like personality types so you have introverts and extroverts you have people who are uh, organized versus people who are more like just spontaneous. So you, the MBTI kind of uh, outlines that for you. So if you give a character um, a specific MBTI, the four characteristics that set up, it kind of gives you an indication of how that person would behave in different settings um, and how that person kind of approaches the world. So it's just another one of those things that really helps you nail down your character. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then I think like the internal conflict is so crucial. Like, yes, so, so, is. so our book just went through a beta reading process and um, it was really important to make sure that the beta readers uh, and on most of the feedback was that they understood the character's internal conflict. They knew why the characters were struggling so much in their situations because different people will, will approach different situations uh, yeah. in all types of ways, depending on what the, what they're in, like, what, what's driving them. So one of our characters, for instance, he's, uh, he, he has this, this remorse from his past, this situation that went on and it really drives all of his future decisions because at, once you find out what it is, you start realizing why he struggles so much to, um, put other people in danger. Um, and then the same thing happens with another character. He he has an issue with his father and you yeah. see that become so integral to his character, how he cannot escape that piece of his existence and his father's presence looms over him and he feels less than because of that. And the ways he lashes out all stem from that. And I think that was one of those areas that's so important to realize like the internal conflicts your characters go through it's like it's like yeah that's yeah. <laughs> that that's the yes, character <laughs> exactly it's it's what allows us to relate to the character and connect with them mm. the internal conflict like uh do you by any chance listen to abby emmons yes i do abby emmons yes, make your story too. matter <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's where I learned all of it from her and just reading from uh, books. So I'm, I'm obsessed with it now. I'm just like totally obsessed with internal conflict because I'm always trying to see what is it that my character is upset about. Like, I'm like, what is bothering them? And how can I show this in the story? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that is like it, it's so crucial because the overall conflict of the story is the conflict. But what makes yeah. me invest in the conflict is the character I'm following, like what they're yeah. dealing with, what they're going through. You like it almost it's almost like you root for that character 
more so than even the conflict that matters. Like you can put that character in any setting and you're going to root for them because oh, yeah, the things yeah. that they're going through. Of course. Yeah. I've noticed that. Like if you care about a character, like I was reading this book on Wattpad and the plot was pretty uh, boring, but I was so invested in this character that I didn't care about the plot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just love, I just want to see what happens next. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I love this. And I didn't go to bed till like three in the morning because I stayed up reading it. <laughs> it's like it's, you're, you're stuck. The character is so interesting. And I think that's a that's another thing is making layered characters um, early on in the writing process. It is so easy to make one dimensional characters that like yeah. it's it's so ridiculous. Like it's so easy because sometimes it's hard to come up with all of these different aspects of a character, especially if you don't have like a backstory if you don't have a lot of things fleshed out for them but I've noticed that that is something else it's like you can create more dimensions to a character through dialogue and through some of their decisions and Mm -hmm. sometimes you can give them entire plots that that you didn't even realize were going to exist but it's just part of who they could be yeah like they really do come alive and I just think as long as you follow the character like once they come alive as long as you follow them like you can't go wrong (laughs) (laughs) yeah I had I had like I'd written down a little bit of what I wanted to talk about when it came to characters but I I forgot it I can't find it (laughs) but uh yeah it's just awesome and then another thing that's really easy to do which can be really bad i was talking about it with my mom and my sister today is self inserts Mm. in a character now that is something so easy to do but it is it's cheesy and it it just doesn't no (laughs) like it's a big no-no like i think it's okay if your character has a few aspects of yourself because I mean that's how you link to them and you're able to understand them as the creator right yes but if you do totally like yourself then you're going totally wrong (laughs) because (laughs) yeah we were talking about this one book I'm not gonna say names but (laughs) it's one book we were like it just seems like this lady just uh did a self-insert here and just uh fantasized what she'd like to happen to her (laughs) (laughs) yeah that that happens so in the crazy part to me about self-inserts is it's so easy to like recognize um one thing that me my my brother and I we both like talked about was making sure that our characters were themselves like they had their own personalities they weren't us they Mm -hmm. weren't mirrors of us because it becomes it is sort of cheesy. It's like, oh, this is how you would react in that situation. So you're, yeah, gonna, yeah. you're gonna write your character to react the way you would react. And then your yeah. character is like this super whatever because you would want to be that. So <laughs> it's, it's like, no, make your character. I, I know. <laughs> and the funny thing is that you might not even notice it, but the readers will. Oh, they yeah. will catch on to it immediately. It's like, hey. <laughs> that's you that's not this character (laughs) yeah that's you like that's nothing to do with the character it's it's so obvious too it's so so I think that's a that's a really good piece of advice for the listeners make sure that your characters are unique to themselves and and yeah there's going to be I think almost by default there's pieces of us in every character that we write 
just because we have to be able to engage with that piece. Like I have one character in our story. He's kind of the antagonist. Um, and I'm a pretty like happy go lucky person throughout my day, but it's like, okay, when I have to think about how he would behave in those situations or how he would react, I'm like, okay, what would anger, what an angry person do? What would someone do if they were brought to rage? And I'll think of points when I was angry when I was a child and I think, Oh, this is a perfect line of thought process. Like this is how anger would feel. Um, So I think using emotion um, and taking raw emotion, something I read today was really interesting. It was like, make sure to use like true emotions like how would someone yeah. really feel in situations as mm-hmm. explanations? I was like, that's important because you do want it to be true. You don't want it to be super melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like some people go to the extreme by saying, write only what you know, mm. but <laughs> in a way it is, a, it is a little true that you should write what you know and from your personal experiences. But yeah, you can all, there's also research, you can research. But yeah, just that's something that I find really awesome. Like, I I don't know, like, I hope I'm able to write that way that is evoke, like use those raw emotions and evoke them in the reader mm. as well, because it's just really powerful, especially in the story I'm writing. There's so many different emotions, like my protagonist one of my two protagonists he's this person that's been emotionally damaged and his emotions have been suppressed his whole life and so that's kind of hard to to write um when i first had the idea i was like oh my god how am i gonna write this man (laughs) how do you write somebody who's had their emotions suppressed for so long and that they're just they're emotionally numb. And so when my second protagonist comes into his life, his, these emotions start waking up again. Things, And he doesn't understand them. And he's upset about it. They make him angry because he's like, I don't want this. Where is this coming from? And so it's really, he's by far, I think he's my favorite character. I can relate to him in some ways due to his... Uh, trauma and things but uh he's just very complex like he's the character that i'm probably the most proud of because he has such good internal conflict (laughs) i'm like oh i love this man he's awesome even though like and he's the one that's going to deliver this powerful redemption story like oops i might have spoiled a little bit already (laughs) but he's he's uh he's like just my favorite. I love him so much. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, those characters are so necessary. I think about that like constantly as I'm uh, going over this this book now, just thinking about what we wrote and some of the stories that get told, like the the subplots and the the other characters and what they what they experienced. And it's been so fun to see people um, reacting and being positive to the different messages that are going out and the different, yeah. it's just, it's amazing to, to get that kind of feedback. Mm-hmm. It is right now. I'm in the beta reading process as well. Like something funny that I did since I'm so new to this, since I just started last year, I, uh, 
forgot or didn't know that I was supposed to break it down into paragraphs, so it made it hard for people to <laughs> to read because <laughs> I didn't put it in down, break it down into paragraphs. But it's been really fun, like watching people react to uh, these characters' emotions and circumstances like one of my characters is meant to be a little creepy and so I felt so excited when my beta reader was like uh this guy's creepy <laughs> you're like yes I was like yes I nailed it <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted you to feel yes. <laughs> yes so it is a really exciting process the beta reading process and I'm actually beta reading for one of my beta readers as well mm. and uh, we swapped projects <laughs> hey. so yeah where um a question I want to ask where can people connect with you online people can connect with me on Instagram I'm currently trying to make a website since I'm such a newbie still <laughs> I'm currently trying to make my author website but they can connect with me on Instagram at a day in my life. And then also at Obando 7362. So those are my two Instagram accounts. Hey. So that's cool. 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 Yeah. I always want to, I just want to let you plug that in. Um, so when do you think your book is going to come out? I think sometime in 2022. Like I wanted it to come out in 2021, but due to this process and just how, like I'm just thinking, I so much editing has to be done still. So I'm like, I think realistically, like 2022, maybe the beginnings of 2022. And I'm still debating if I should self-publish or uh, traditionally publish. So I'm just doing the research on it, but I'm super excited to share this story with the world, with everybody, because I think it's, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I love character-driven stories. That's why I'm like, I'm a sucker for character-driven stories. So yeah. it's already, you, you already sound like you have all of the pieces to a story that um, can really suck somebody in, because if you have characters that people can care about, uh that's that's so crucial like i've put down so many books based off of just me not caring about the protagonist yes. or the characters around them and mm -hmm. i think that that's just such a big point for people to realize yes how important it is and then one thing that i've come to realize that makes you like characters like i've i've come to this on my own like I'm like wow I think what makes you like really like a character is when you show some when the re the author shows some vulnerability in this character mm -hmm. like in one book I'm reading they start out the book with the character being like lost he just uh resurrected he was dead and he's confused he wakes up in the middle of this battle and he's confused and he's in this really vulnerable state and so it immediately makes you care for him. You're like, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't die, this poor man. And so you immediately are caring for him. And that's what I've come to see with other works as well. Like when you see somebody wounded or 
in a movie, like what I've seen from movies, if you see somebody wounded, you're like, oh, the poor wounded man. <laughs> and then that makes you care about him. Or like relationships. That's another thing mm-hmm. that makes a character lovable. If you see they have this relationship with somebody, like that movie Italian Job. I can't remember the if it was, I think it was the leader and how he was talking with his daughter on the phone and he's like oh that's so sweet and then he dies Uh, (laughs) and uh. it makes you go like oh no this is awful and so i was like that that is one thing that i'd 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 give people advice on like make your characters show them a little vulnerable in the beginning because that's like that'll make us care Mm. about them yeah, I think I think those those are really important because I've noticed like there's a I've characters who are married and that relationship is the one that everyone seems to care about the most in the book. And yes. I'm like, <laughs> like of course, <laughs> of course, that's the one everyone would love. Uh, but it's because the way you can write those characters, you can write this like this for at least for me, I write this happiness between them, like this just undying love that you get to feel every time they're on on the page together and then you get Mm -hmm. to see them away from each other and you're like oh wow this is so different when they're not around each other and I think that stuff is just as important to the story yes exactly um so I did want to ask um before we because we're coming up on the end of our time um, are there any tips you would give people who are looking to start writing? I know myself, I I didn't start um, writing this novel until last uh, August, so August 2020. Um, what's some advice you give to new writers? Just to keep on going. I mean, don't give up. Like what Abby says, find out why it matters to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just... Uh, keep on going don't give up on it because you if this has been put in your heart it's for a reason so you shouldn't give up on it and just do your research don't feel discouraged because we've all been (laughs) there like me not knowing that I was supposed to break things into paragraphs like don't be afraid to look silly (laughs) because I mean that's the only way we're gonna learn right if we uh if we're willing to be humble and look silly so yeah just uh don't be embarrassed don't give up and just uh write what you want to read that's what i've heard over and over again and i think it's so true write what you want to read just uh whatever speaks to you yeah i think that that there's so much to that like one not giving up it is a daunting process to start with i won't even lie the first time i started looking at how to write a book i was like this is a lot (laughs) (laughs) like storytelling is a whole journey it's not easy um so definitely don't give up that's just so huge because it can be easy but if you have a story that you want to tell you're so right in saying like you like there's some there's a reason why that came to you um and getting that out is so important so just write that story and you will make mistakes because we literally all make mistakes. Um, like no matter what, you're going to make a mistake. I, I, for the longest time, I couldn't write dream sequences. I just didn't know how to do it. 
And oh, same here. I'm <laughs> I'm stuck doing that because one of my characters is supposed to be in a dream, and I was just telling my mom about it how today it didn't flow right, and I was oh. like, I have to fix this. <laughs> Literally, I was so stuck on writing dream sequences, and then I was like, all right, I have to do more like research into this. I have to like Google how do you write dream sequences? What are some tips that people give? And then yeah. some, and now in the beta readers read it, it's some of their favorite scenes. Literally one of the dream sequences um, happens in chapter two, not even a spoiler, but <laughs> it, it's something that every single person that read that chapter literally was like, who is this? Like, what is going on with this dream sequence? And I was like, exactly. That's what I wanted you awesome. to, to That's get so from good. this. So definitely don't be afraid to make mistakes because you will. And uh don't give up on the on the journey because it will take long i for some reason i thought oh i can just publish this book in three months <laughs> it just doesn't work like that yeah <laughs> it's just not, not how the first one works i know and i was hoping i was like i want my book to be a movie like i think that's every author's dream mm. But that's, to me, that's what drives me every day. I forgot to say that. That's what drives me every day when writing this book because I want to see it come alive so bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I probably should have written a screenplay if I'm so desperate to see a movie out of it. But still, like, it just, I want to see it come alive. And so that's something that inspires me every day to just not give up on it the love yes. of the story and wanting to see it come alive yeah so you answered my last question i was gonna ask what inspires you and i think that is a perfect inspiration wanting to see your story come to life and someone adapt your story i think that is the that is that is the dream yes and see it accepted and blessing people and <laughs> <laughs> all the positives well, thank you so yeah. much for coming on the Books by Authors podcast. Um, this has been dope. I've enjoyed this conversation. Oh, yes, me too. Thank you so much for inviting me. I've really enjoyed this. I was so nervous in the beginning, but I was like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. you did amazing. So before you leave, I want to give you one more chance to plug where people can find you, where they can connect with you. Okay, well, I'm sorry that I'm not, like, really don't have an active, like, really uh, strong social media presence. But, yes, on Instagram at A Day in My Life and then my other account, Obando7362. Then you can find me on Facebook, April Lally. Hey. On Facebook. Hey. So. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Inspired by Jamil. And check out my website, inspiredbyjamil.com, for more resources. Peace. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Check it out. Uh. Yeah. Maybe I was meant to give you my life in the first The symptoms of curse Started from the bottom Ain't no way that we gon' see worse A product of environments that can't believe in you first They need to see results Just watch out that's when leeching the curse Young, black, creative Just trying to make it Interracial dating, money making Black power activists is never basic